It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, hope we're all doing alright. Welcome to another video from Fantasy Football Scout. I haven't done too much World Cup uh, content. It's been a, a bit of a busy week. This week, obviously been doing the fan team videos with Josh. Uh, we had Jenny and Andy do one of the FIFA uh, games as well. And we've got sort of more coverage going on um, as we go. But I thought I'd just put this uh, video together just to give a few of my thoughts uh, ahead of the World Cup. There's a number of different games um, that I'm playing. Uh, so I'll talk through... Some of those, I'll talk through my different teams and my predictions and some of the players you might want to be uh, considering for the various uh, games, fantasy games that you might be doing as well. Um, excuse the hoodie. I mean, it's winter now, so I feel like every video I'm going to be in this hoodie, it's really warm and, and comfortable. Probably need to buy a few different colours so it doesn't look like I'm just wearing the same one over and over again, uh, which I probably am, but yeah, it is cold and I can't afford to put the heating on. So, you know, this is, this is me. Um, before we get into it, Let's just talk about our uh, sponsor for this video, uh, which is the Football Club. You might have seen the video that I did the other day, uh, just outlining what this is and what this game is. It's a really cool kind of new thing that's kind of come into the space. Essentially, what the Football Club have done here is create a game for the World Cup, which is completely free to enter. It's got a $50,000 uh, prize pool and a $250,000 sort of um, main prize pool if you're willing to enter into some of the more um, advanced options. But the $50,000 prize pool is completely free uh, to play. Essentially, all you do is you enter a team, a fantasy team. Uh, these players all score points. Uh, it's based on over 100 different metrics. So, you know, you were talking defensive midfielders get rewarded for pass, tackles, interceptions, all that kind of stuff. To my knowledge, I can't see another fantasy game that rewards those kind of actions quite like uh, the football club does. So that gives it a kind of a, a bit of a niche uh, status and in these match days you essentially uh, have to progress through the match days um, being in the kind of the top percentile um, of, of players and the further you get into tournament the better prizes uh, you win these can be real rewards like match day tickets to Bundesliga games or it can be sort of digital collectible things to kit out your uh, avatar and, and club kind of as you go forward there's also a single uh, match um, entries as well where you can win like loads of cool stuff so do check out the football club uh, there's links in the description below to android uh, and apple devices and i'll be talking through my team selection for match day one uh, as part of this video 
So if you haven't already, do check out the Fantasy Football Scout uh, tournament predictor. So there's a £500 uh, prize for the person who kind of does best uh, in this. Essentially, what I've put together with Will and, and Rob uh, is, a, is a spreadsheet which automatically calculates uh, all the group stages and who's going to progress and advance. And it's just quite a fun way of uh, seeing, you know, um, <laughs> who's, who's going to do well uh, and, and who isn't. Uh, you all can also like predict the uh, goal, top goal scorer, golden boot winner, uh, the golden boy, uh, the best player of the tournament as well, and the most team goals, all this kind of stuff. So if you're looking for something big to put on your wall, print off in massive things, uh, then, then something like this. So Fantasy Football Cup members can, can get this and be entered into the into the prize draw. So I thought I'd just use this as a way of just going through kind of my predictions for the World Cup. Always fun to do these videos. I'm sure nothing I say in this video will, will come back to bite me uh, as we go on, but I'll just go through the groups uh, quickly and kind of my predictions. So I think Group A should be relatively straightforward uh, for the Netherlands. They've got a good team, uh, you know, players like Frankie de Jong of Barcelona, this Gakpo guy looks really exciting. Don't know too much about him, but uh, he's got 27 goals, I think, for PSV um, so far this season. Looks like he's going to be fighting out for, you know, playing up front. You know, they've got Bergwijn there, they've got Depay, but could this be a bit of a breakthrough tournament? And for him, he's very young, I think he's 23 uh, years old. And, you know, I'm always looking at these kind of 23 you roll players in, in World Cups because you always think there's going to be one, like another Jahamas Rodriguez or someone who's just going to burst through. And I wonder if it could be, um, I wonder if it could be Gakpo uh, in this one. I've also got my own Liao as well, the Portuguese uh, winger playing for, for um, AC Milan. This is West Ham then, they wish. Uh, playing for AC Milan, having a really strong season for them. I wonder if we're going to see a bit of a breakthrough uh, for him. And of course, Mbappe. I mean, Mbappe is only, what, 23, 24 years old. So could this be the tournament where he really puts his kind of name amongst the real uh, elite. I mean, he's already won the World Cup. He's already, you know, smashing in goals for, for club and country. But I wonder if if this tournament could be where we see him take even the next level, move up to Ronaldo and Messi uh, status. Could be really interesting. Uh, elsewhere in Group A, I think it's going to be really close between the other three teams. I think you know this this first match, Qatar versus Ecuador, is is going to basically decide who comes second. I think Senegal without Mane is, is an absolute huge blow for them. I'm not expecting them uh, to qualify. So I think it's going to be between Qatar and Ecuador. I've gone for Qatar because I think just the home edge will just give them that that little bit more. Um, this Afif guy who I've got uh, in one of my teams, I'll show you in a bit. Um, he's the kind of the, the biggest spark in the, in the Qatar team. He's on all the set pieces. So he's quite cheap on all these fantasy games. Uh, the trouble is on the FIFA game and I think Sky, he's uh, forward. Um, but he plays on the wing. I think it's just on fan team. But he's playing... Uh, you know, kind of in when well, he's, he's classified as a midfielder. So there's not really too many options in, in Qatar. Um, I mean, Ecuador, I've got a Stupinian um, as well, who's, who's obviously very attacking. They'll probably keep it quite tight. So if you're backing Ecuador to go through, I think you go for him. But really, I think this this group is all dominated by, by Netherlands. So I won't go too much uh, more. Uh, group B, oh, I mean, it's a really, really favourable group for England. So we obviously should do well. I've got us down to, to win it. Um, you know, seven points. USA coming second. That means Iran and Wales. Uh, are out. I think, you know, England, USA and Iran were all quite good defensively. I'm not expecting there to be huge amounts of goals uh, across these games. I think if you're looking at defenders, I think, you know, particularly USA and Iran are very, very cheap. So we've got some good options there. I just think Trippier though, Trippier for me is is kind of a, I think he's in all the teams I'm going to show uh, in this video. So we've set pieces with the way we set up with the group. Um, he's he's just an absolutely fantastic option. And he's got all the form coming into the, the tournament as well. He scored that goal for us in the semi-finals. He's, yeah, I think he's just the perfect defender, really. And I think, you know, if he's if he's coming in around 7 million or whatever he is on, on, on different formats, uh, he was one of the first names that, that I picked. I like Luke Shaw. 
um, as well. Uh, you know, we haven't got really got too much competition at left back now. We could move Trippier over to left back or something. Maybe Walker comes in or we play Trent at, at right back. So Shaw's a little bit sort of less secure um, of starts, but still a good option, I think, particularly for the groups. I'm, you know, I don't think Walker's fully fit yet. Uh, and I'm expecting, I'm not expecting crazy things to happen until maybe a bit later on when, when Southgate has his way. So I think an England defender is really good and I think Trippier's uh, the one to get. For the USA, you're probably looking at Pulisic. For Iran, you're probably looking at the defenders. And then for Wales, obviously, it's, it's Gareth Bale. But, I mean, I have, I've only got them to score two goals, I think, in the whole tournament. One against the USA uh, and then one against us. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not expecting big, huge things from Wales. I think, you know, this is this is Bale's kind of swan song, isn't it? He's declared himself fit, but the rest of that Wales squad looks looks pretty weak. So, yeah, I've got them to finish bottom, uh, bottom of this group. Uh, interesting group next, the Argentinian group. Um Spoiler, I've got Argentina to go all the way to the final. Uh, it's a really good group for them, I think. I think Mexico and Poland are, are two kind of tricky-ish sides. Uh, Mexico, in, in particular, they've they've done really well in, in group stages. It's the fourth World Cup uh, they've qualified for in a row, and it's the fourth time, uh, they've been four times in a row, they've got to the last 16 as well. So they'll be really, really expectant um, to, to, go, to go forward. Argentina have got such a strong team this year, um, so I think they, they'll win the group quite comfortably. Saudi Arabia, I think, unfortunately, could be the whipping boys um, in the whole tournament. And then you've got Mexico and Poland battling out, and you know they're playing in the first game together, and I've got that down as a draw. So I've got Mexico to kind of squeeze uh, through, but I think if, if one of those teams wins that match, then that's going to be it, and they're going to go through, because you'd expect both of those teams to beat um, Saudi Arabia. As well, so really interesting. Obviously, Poland got Lewandowski, which gives them a, a big edge. Um, they've got Matty Cash as well in defence, who I only found out they had uh, today. I don't know how I've missed that. Uh, but Mexico have got good experience um, in the side. They've got the, my favourite goalkeeper ever, who, who plays in in a in a kind of a non um, top league and, and hasn't ever really played for a top top side. Always gets called up for Mexico and always does really well. Uh, so I'm excited to kind of see him. And I think the Mexico have got a, a good kind of squad and the good structure around them um, at the moment quite defensive first I think that's quite important um, in, in this in this kind of tournament so it'd be, be interesting to see who, who goes through out of those I've, I've got it I've got it for Mexico currently but obviously Poland have got the players uh, that can kind of disrupt that uh, Group D uh, France and Denmark I can't see any way in which Australia or Tunisia um, can kind of usurp those two obviously France are missing Pogba and Kante which has massively harmed them but you could argue Kante isn't really the player that he was anyway uh, Pogba does well in, in the international stage I think he will be quite a big a big miss for them but they've got other players obviously that can come in and then fill uh, fill the gaps you know they've, they've, they've won the last World Cup they've got Benzema they've got Mbappe they've even got players like Griezmann who'll be eager to kind of impress uh, after having a bit of a stop-start season um, for Atletico so you've got to make France kind of the favourite for this. Uh, Denmark as well. I mean, what a story. Eriksson coming back. Players like Mailer, who were so good in, in the Euros, you know, when they went right the way down uh, to the semis. Um, obviously, a great team spirit there. Um, they'll be confident to, to qualify for this group. I mean, Australia are actually one of the informed teams coming into this tournament. They've, I think they've won their last five matches or something. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm looking at their squad and not seeing too many sort of routes in which they're going to get goals. And I think France and Denmark are, are, are just going to be too strong uh, for them and, and Tunisia. Group E, what a, what a group this is. Germany and Spain, uh, both in the group. I mean, Costa Rica, a decent side, really, really good defensively as well. Japan have got good players. I mean, Matoma, 
my Brighton boy um, plays them as well. But it would be a real shock if Germany and Spain didn't qualify from from this group. Uh, I think the, the interesting point who's who's going to win it. I think it's it's really really close. I've actually got Germany uh, to to win the group because they score one more goal <laughs> than Spain uh, in this. And actually, the routes in which these players take, depending on what happens in this group, is is really really interesting. Um, I'll show you in a minute. But I've got Germany getting knocked out to Brazil, for example, where Spain end up going quite far, uh, a bit further into the tournament. So. A bit like England when, when we played and we kind of wanted to lose that last game against Belgium um, a few years ago uh, so we could get a better group, um, a better run to the final, sorry. Um, I think, you know, actually, if my other predictions hold true, I think the team that comes second in this might, might take it uh, a bit more, but obviously it's difficult, difficult to call. Um, group F, uh, you've got Belgium, uh, the favourites in this. I think this is a really, really good group for Belgium. I think if you're looking at fantasy players to consider, I think particularly defensively, I just cannot see Canada or Croatia troubling Belgium uh, too much in this group. Canada are a, a quite an exciting team coming into this tournament. Lots of young players, um, but have, haven't got the experience at, at this kind of level before. Belgium have got a lot of experienced players um, at this stage. Croatia don't have a striker. Mazukic isn't around anymore. Um, they've been trying a few different systems, but nothing's really been working. They're again one of these kind of defensively sound um, teams, but I'm not expecting them to score too many goals. Morocco is an interesting one because I think Morocco do have exciting players. They've obviously got Ziyech. They've got um, Bufal as well. They've got Hikimi, so they've got players that can hurt. But again, they're, they're not one of the favourites going into this. They're you know they're they're quite low ranks. So you know players like Bufal, we've seen him playing for Southampton. We know how kind of inconsistent he'd be. We know how inconsistent Ziyech can be as well. So it could be that Morocco these players come in and, and really perform and light it up. And, and maybe I'm, I'm giving them a, a bit of discredit here. I've got them no points um, at all, which I think is quite harsh. Um, but I'm, I just think with, with Croatia, with the defence and with Canada, um, with this kind of uh, spark that they've got with, with some of these young players, um, it'd be really interesting to see. I mean, Canada are interesting because if, if Afonso Davies is injured and misses out, that is a huge blow for them. And again, he plays at number 10, um, for Canada in quite a few of these matches. So, yeah, really really interesting group. I think Belgium, obviously, favourites to win, but Canada, Croatia and Morocco with, with completely uh, different styles um, and different different routes to try and get that second place. But, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see what, what happens in that. Uh, group G, uh, this is Brazil's group to win, surely. I'm um, expecting them to win all three of their, their matches. Uh, Serbia and Switzerland, a good team. So, I mean, Serbia have got Mitrovic, you know, what he can do, great system team, and they can get the ball to him. I'm expecting them to, you know, to, to win their, their matches other than other than Brazil. Um, Switzerland have, have been really, really good defensively in previous tournaments. Um, we've got Chaka there in kind of the form of his life um, as well. They are not going to be any pushovers uh, in this. And, and Cameroon, uh, unfortunately, I've I've also got them to get to get no uh, no points in this. I think this is a really really tough group uh, for Cameroon because you know Switzerland have, have, been, have been in these tournaments before against Brazil and Serbia with Mitrovic uh, as well. So there's a lot of a lot of pressure on uh, players like Chupa Moting uh, up top for Cameroon who scored uh, today. Um, you know, one of the best agents in football. But yeah, I'm not I'm not expecting too much from from Cameroon. Sorry to Samueto who I think has got Cameroon to get to the final or, or even win it. I think he might be a little bit a little bit biased though. And then finally, Group H. Again, I mean, they're all interesting groups. I just love the World Cup because of groups like this. I mean, Uruguay, Portugal, you'd expect them to, to win it quite comfortably. I think Uruguay have got the chaos personified in Darwin Nunes up top. It'd be really interesting to know what kind of tournament he has off the back of a bit of a mixed start to his Liverpool kind of career. Portugal have got all the, the cloud around Ronaldo. Are the players happy? Are they all annoyed with him? Fernandes and him, are they getting on? Cancelo looked like he was a bit annoyed with it. It's... Very, very strange atmosphere. And especially if, if Ronaldo doesn't even start one of these first two games, he's going to throw his toys out the pram again. 
It's going to be really interesting. Um, so I've, I've got Portugal to go through. Uh, Ghana are the lowest ranked team uh, in the tournament. Um, I've got them to, to do quite well um, in the group stages. I think Portugal, there's a shock result around here somewhere. I think Ghana could, could spring a surprise and get a draw against Portugal kind of in that first game. And then I think it probably comes down to what happens in that um, in that career, uh, career game to give Ghana any, any kind of shout. But you would think that Portugal are going to qualify. Um, from this group but how far they can get into the tournament uh, I'm not exactly too uh, sure about but yeah really interesting to see how, how, how Ghana get on because they, they shouldn't really be um, pushing up too many trees but I can see something happening in this group you know with Uruguay with Nunes I know they've got a good side but Nunes is, is inconsistent with, with Portugal like I mentioned um, and then and then with, with, with South Korea with Son not even sure if he's going to be able to play yeah, we'll kind of see what happens in that. Uh, I'll skip through these fairly quickly. Um, these are my round 16 predictions. I've got the Netherlands to go through and Argentina, uh, Germany and Brazil. Uh, England, France would be playing um, Qatar in the last 16, which would be a good draw for us. Uh, and Spain, Uruguay. I think that's probably some of the favourites. Um, you can see here, though, Germany goes straight into this game against Brazil, um, whereas Spain are playing Uruguay. I'd rather be playing Uruguay than, than Brazil, um, for example, if my predictions uh, come true. So maybe it's better to come second um, for Spain. Uh, in the quarters, I've got Argentina to beat the Netherlands. I've got Brazil to beat Germany. Uh, I've got us to lose to, to France. I see a lot of these prediction sheets. I can see a lot of people going for France to win on penalties uh, in a kind of a similar matchup, which, yeah, wouldn't surprise me uh, at all. Uh, and then I've got Spain uh, to beat Uruguay. I think this is, a, a, again, a really interesting game. I can see Uruguay going sort of quite far into this tournament if, if they click quite early on. Um, but Spain have got a very good Good squad. I mean, with you know, with, with Pedri, uh, with Rodri there, with with Laporte, you know, they've got a really strong spine um, to that side. So yeah, I've got Spain to kind of uh, win some of these. Belgium going out quite early though. I mean, a last sixteen exit for Belgium would be um, devastating for for Martinez and, and those players. Uh, the video with the king of, of Belgium coming out and meeting the players is, is absolutely fantastic. Uh, but I still, I'm just not sure about Belgium going forward. They've got all this talent, but don't seem to quite know how to unlock them all. Whereas I think Spain would be a really tough um, draw in that game because they look very solid um, at the moment. Uh, and then in the semis, Argentina-Brazil, what a semi that would be. I've got Argentina to, to nick it, 3-2, uh, Messi versus Neymar. be absolutely incredible, uh, that match. And then uh, in Europe, <laughs> uh, France versus Spain. Um, so that gives us a France and Argentina final. What a final that would be. Uh, I've got Argentina to win it, um, Brazil to get third place by beating Spain, uh, Mbappé to win the Golden Boot and Lionel Messi to be player of the tournament and to finally confirm to everyone that he is the undisputed GOAT uh, of football ever. So yeah, in my predictions, let me know what you think uh, of those. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Let me rattle through some of my teams I've got going into this tournament. So we start with the football club, the one that I mentioned earlier. Again, links in the description below. And what is really interesting with the football club is you can only select one player per team. <laughs> so uh, this is a bit of a kind of a challenge in building it. There is um, the score. The scores at the bottom is, the, is what's called the score cap, which works exactly the same as just regular uh, kind of value. Uh, I was way over the score cap when I first put it together because you kind of try and put all the talisman um, in. But I think I've come to quite a relatively uh, kind of uh, strong team. Um, Sosa, again, like he's in quite a few of these games, is the kind of guy who makes all this happen uh, with, with a lower score cap and same with Cash uh, as well. I've got Alisson in goal, so I'm ignoring all of the Brazilian attacking talent to have Alisson in goal. Uh, Dumfries and Trippier, uh, De Bruyne, Fernandes, Eriksson um, and Bale and then Benzema and Messi. Remember, this team is rewarded through kind of all the different um, actions that these players do in the game. So that really boosts player like Eriksson and Fernandes and De Bruyne, who obviously are very heavily involved in the attacks, but also do a lot of the work in midfield um, as well. So give this a go. It's really interesting trying to build a team with, with just one one player from each international team. Um, you know, and you know you, you find that you're missing some players. I haven't got any Uruguay players, but I haven't got Nunes because the score cap was, was just kind of too high. Um, but yeah, give this a go and give it a try. That's the team I put together. Uh, for the FIFA team which is obviously the main one. I know it's had its problems. I know people are still confused by uh, a lot of the rules. Um, but this is the team I put together. It's Courtois in goal. Uh, it's Trippier, Mailer, and Dumfries. Uh, it's Trossard, 5.5 million. Come on, that is so cheap. Uh, it's Ziyech, it's Di Maria, it's Sane, uh, it's Mbappe, it's Messi, and it's Neymar. So I've got Ziyech in there because I think this, the Moroccan team is really interesting. I think it could kind of go either way. Um, Sosa's really cheap as well. Again, in this 3.5, there's a couple of quite cheap players um, around here. Um, but I think I've covered quite a lot of kind of the main guys. I mean, it's it's hard with this game because so many of the players are, are classified as, as forwards. You know, trying to find the kind of real gems in midfield. I mean, De Bruyne is the most obvious midfielder um, to go for. But a lot of the kind of attackers or, you know, players like Rafinha are classified as forwards. So it's quite hard to, to you know, to find. But... I think with with these four, we've got kind of a lot of the key men um, for their side. Uh, I wanted Gnabry over over Sane, but Gnabry's a, a forward in it, so I've gone for Sane. Um, Trossard really does allow this kind of stuff to to happen, though, with the, especially with the front three, of Mbappe, Messi, and Neymar. And then in defence, I've gone for three attacking uh, defenders. I mean, it looks quite similar to how it did for the Euros. Dumfries coming back in, uh, Mela there, uh, and and Trippier. I think Trippier at five million is an absolute bargain in the UEFA game, especially when, when Dumfries is, is six million uh, as well. And then I've had a bit of extra money, so I went for, for Courtois uh, too. So that's the team um, there. Looks like I'll be wildcarding fairly early into game week two uh, and then trying to catch some of these in the group games, hopefully where all the goals are. So got to get those, got to get those captains right. Uh, make sure you read up on the rules. Make sure you know when you can and can't change uh, your captains um, as well. Have a look on Fancy Football Scout. We'll be posting tips and, and strategies um, across that. Sky... If you haven't signed up to Sky yet, uh, make sure you do. There's a £10,000 prize uh, for this, and it's completely free to join. Uh, team's completely different here because obviously the price is different. I've got Roche in goal. I've got double England defence with Sean Trippier uh, and Mounier, who's a really, really attacking Belgium uh, fullback, similar to kind of Dumfries uh, in midfield. I've got Ziyech, De Bruyne, uh, Rafina, and Gnabry in this is a, is a midfielder. So is Rafina, um, so that made it a bit easier. And then up front, I've gone for the Chaos Man, Nunes, uh, Messi and Mbappe. Ziyech in two of my sides, I'm giving them no points uh, in the predictions. So something's got to give. It's good to kind of hedge your bets um, a little bit uh, across some of these. Um, but yeah, I, I think the double England defence, I'm not expecting to concede many goals. We we conceded so few goals in the last tournament 
Um, you know, we, we know what Southgate's like. Um, Roche is interesting. We think he's going to be first choice for Uruguay. Um, there is a chance that he, he misses out, uh, but he has started, I think, the last three or four games in goal. Uh, so it's pretty likely he's going to keep his place. And he's quite a good price um, across quite a few of these uh, these fantasy games. So give him a look if you're looking for a, uh, a decent goalkeeper. And finally, fan team which is really cool and a different kind of format to some of the others because you've got this thing called the safety net, which means you only pick 11 players, you don't have any subs, um, and it means that if your uh, player misses out, you get kind of another player coming in um, in his place. So you can see I've got uh, Akoya there, I've got Trippi, I've got Hakimi, I've got Munier, uh, fifth, this is my my uh, Qatarian guy I was talking about, who's a mid on this, uh, Trossard, Messi, Rafina, uh, Bale, Mbappe and Nunes. So the good thing about going for someone like Trossard or Rafina in this is if they don't play, because obviously Trossard's got competition with, with Hazard, Rafina's got competition with about 10, 10 different players that can play on that side. Uh, if they don't start, I'll get another player sort of coming in. So if Trossard doesn't start, I think I'll either get Carrasco, um, Hazard or Tielemans, depending on who plays. If Rafinha doesn't start, there's a whole list of players. I'll get Martinelli, Jesus, um, Paqueta, Anthony, all these guys. So you're going to basically guarantee yourself at least one attacker kind of in those matches. And that's a really kind of nice feature, uh, I think, of, of fan team. Um, up front, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to have Nunes in this. Players are rewarded for things like shots. There isn't a whole really complicated sort of bonus system, uh, but shots on target are rewarded um, with extra points. So you want players in who, who shoot a lot. I don't think you get more uh, shots than with someone like Bale, Mbappe, Nunes. And they've got obviously a fifth carrying the nation's hopes um, on his shoulders. So this is the team that I've gone I've gone for. Um, my goalkeeper could change. It could be another Polish goalkeeper. It could be a Polish goalkeeper, sorry. It could be the Uruguayan goalkeeper. I haven't quite decided. Uh, with fan team as well, um, you can either enter the single entry, which costs £5, pounds, um, or there's a multi-entry where you can enter up to 25 teams. So you can enter 10 of the same teams, but change your captain or change one player and all of that. Uh, of course, if you are entering in any tournament where there's uh, money stakes involved, uh, do gamble aware, gamble responsibly, 18 plus. And if you're interested in learning a bit more about fan team, check out some of the fan team videos that I've been doing with Josh uh, on the channel. I think that's it from me then. Um, good luck with all your fancy football World Cup shenanigans. Hope you enjoy the World Cup. I know it's a bit of a strange one. You know, it's interrupted our Premier League season. Uh, there's a lot of issues with with human rights um, violations and, and, and obviously people rightly worried about that. Uh, I feel very mixed about it, but I do enjoy the World Cup and I do enjoy watching football. So I'm going to um, enjoy it as, as best I can. I hope you can all do the same. Uh, and I'll be back for another video very soon. Take it easy.